What up, friends? Welcome to the bi-week edition of Feinbolt here on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Jeffrey Feinbolt, as we are at the, well, I don't know what poll we'll call this for the Chargers, but simply, it's the bi-week. And, well, yeah, we're about, what, just over 30% of the season through, and all things have to be pretty positive from a Charger fan perspective. We'll get into this Right here, short little bi-week edition. I'll give you my thoughts on all three phases and sort of where they stack up and looking ahead to what should be a very exciting uh, remainder of the Chargers season now that the schedule gauntlet remains behind them. Lots of fun content here this week, as always, at Mayo Media. Myself, Tim, and Pat, we've already put the spread pick show out. Uh, Pozzola, Cam, and Pat will be doing my absolute favorite show on the network coming out on Friday. So keep an eye on all that stuff. Mayo Media Network's got you covered. It's all happening. Uh, you know, golf never stops. Hockey's back. I don't know if they're doing baseball playoffs. UFC's fighting every weekend, dog or pass. So obviously always covered here on Mail Media Network. But this is my special pet project. It is fine, Bolt. We are the Chargers. It is bye week. I don't know why my computer screen keeps flashing. Technical people would say that could be a problem, Feinberg. I really hope it's not because I'm going to record this show. I'm going to record this show. So here we are, Chargers 4-2 and two at the bye week. Uh, I don't think it's been a while. I'll be perfectly honest since I took a loss as well. As I want to say, I was able to take the loss on Sunday versus the Raisins. The Raisins. Tim's favorite Halloween candy. The Raisins. Versus the Ravens on Sunday. It was just a clear ass whooping. Uh, Demoralizing in some respects because I will acknowledge, had the Chargers won the game, they go to five and one and they enter a different conversation. You become five and one, you literally enter the conversation of, whoa, can this team win a Super Bowl? And that in itself could be a dangerous place to be, but exciting. They did not win the game. Not only did they not win the game, they got manhandled. And, you know, the season's all about getting your, there is going to be through the entire season games where you get your ass kicked. That is just part of it. The Chargers at the moment play a finesse style of football, like it or not, uh, the good with the bad. So that probably won't be the last time the Chargers get their ass kicked. And hopefully the next time is as well-timed as this ass kicking. Because I think right before the bye, nice place to sort of get your ass kicked if you're going to have to pick one versus a 5-1 and one football team. That, in many people's perspective, may have set themselves up to be the the favorite of the AFC at this point. But we're going to get our ass kicked a couple times, and we are going to lay the wood. And our wood laying is coming, folks. There's going to be a day where both sides of the ball converge on each other, and someone's afternoon is going to be absolute hell. There's just too much talent on the Chargers, and their schedule, while it doesn't get easier, it it lightens up. There's going to be a day where Herbert does what he does offensively and the defense creates a couple short fields. Uh, That's just going to happen. So we're going to lay some wood on a team or two in that second half of the season. I have no doubt about that. But you are defined by your close football games. Majority of the NFL games are close. 
one score football games and you're defined by those. So, you know, in those efforts, it's nice to see how the chargers have played in the, in the fourth quarter of those games. And we got to take it four and two, two losses against two, five and one football teams, Dallas and the Ravens. That's just the reality of the situation. So I don't know. I am. You guys can think that I am just trying to say this to make myself happy or to believe what I want, which, which is all very true. But I believe the Chargers find themselves in potentially a classification in the entire league all to themselves uh, for different reasons. But I truly believe this is kind of a house money season for the Chargers. If the Chargers make the playoffs and they got like bounced quickly, I still think that season would be a success for us. You know, obviously the ceiling season remains possible. It remains possible. And you know what? It probably feels way more likely today than it did week one, like before week one, because they're four and two and they've played a really hard schedule and they really have hung with really good football teams outside of that Raven game. Uh, and, and I, you know, there are a few things about that Raven game. I, I don't really want to dwell on. Um, we're just not really set up in our current construct to play well against the Ravens. Right. I would say that like a team or the Ravens or having to get matched up versus the Titans would be a way worse matchup for the chargers than playing the Patriot. Sorry. Wow than playing the Chiefs and or, say, the Bills. You know, more finesse football teams. I think those are the teams that the Chargers will stand a better chance against. That being said, Justin Jones hasn't taken a snap this year. How important is Justin Jones? Well, we'll find out. But what I can tell you is he's probably the best interior lineman the team has. So all this clamoring to make a trade, well, you're getting Justin Jones back. We're also going to get Kenneth Murray back. And then we had to play that game against Baltimore without Drew Tranquil also. Adderley was out. So the Chargers, you know, their best run stopper on the entire team, most important one in Jacks and in Jones was out of that game. And I want to say three or four or four of their top five uh, top tacklers were out of the game. So weird game before the bye, bad spot. I spoke about it last week. I had my concerns. If you saw how much I put on this game, because I bet the Chargers every week comparatively to the other games, I think in and that that in and of itself is very telling as to how I thought the bet could go. Even my buddy, uh, even even my buddy hit me up in my DM Ravens fan. I didn't even want to take the side action like I didn't like the game. I said, I don't really like this game for us. If I didn't have any bets on the game, I would take your action. But it's not a game I'm looking for extra, even side action for friendliness. Just a bad spot. So call me a, a poos moose, but you could say, well, maybe I saw it coming a little bit. And I, I spoke a lot about, I just kind of wanted to split that Browns Ravens back to back backer before the buy um, versus the North. So that is sort of how, um, you know, that situation is playing out in, in my opinion. But looking closer at the Chargers, obviously the concern is this run defense. Obviously it is the concern, but we're four and two. We're at the bye. You know, Zeke and Pollard, Chubb and Hunt, the Ravens, having to play the Ravens and, and the Browns back to back. 
that's going to do no favors for your for your run defense statistic. But if you're looking to break it down, you know, that is the bad with the Chargers. They're the worst team uh, in terms of yards per carry allowed in the entire league. Last season, bottom five teams in that category all finished with 10 plus losses. So that is incredibly concerning. This comes from my boy, Kyle Soppy. He's got some a layer of light on this stat, though. The good news on this bad news is over the past two seasons, just twice has an uber elite QB seen his defense rank bottom five in yards per carry allowed. Mahomes and Wilson both still managed to win 11 games. You know, so that's how it comes with with the Chargers right now. They really do have to find a way. (laughs) And just like we've seen a lot of Staley's philosophical um, beliefs in football sort of come to light on offense and on defense, you must know Brandon Staley's main philosophy on defense is limiting explosive plays. And in this modern NFL, limiting explosive plays in the defense, you know, in the passing game has sort of been the key. But right now we're giving up explosive plays in the running game. I think the Chargers are giving up the most explosive runs in the entire league. And they currently rank, um, I want to say, 22nd in defensive EPA and 29th in uh, defensive DVOA. So there's nothing really kind about the Chargers' defensive statistics. Staley, he runs a bit of a different scheme, and I guess maybe he needs time to get, you know, the right players. And I've got to give him a season and a full offseason to get the players he wants for his scheme. I'm an apologist, I guess, still at this point. We'll see. If they're getting shredded by teams that aren't good at running the football, then you know, I think something maybe is worse than it is, but I'd like to get Justin Jones back. I'd like to get Kenneth Murray back. I'd like to get Drew Tranquil back. I'd like to get Nasir Adderley back. Uh, and I expect the defense by osmosis will just get better. The run defense, I am really counting on Justin Jones. Uh, you know, it's hard to say there's an elite leap that can be made there, but just sort of stabilizing what's really been a concern in the early part of the season for the Chargers. But I'll be honest, my biggest concern is probably more focused on the special teams where I want to say they rank 31st in DVOA and maybe 21st in in EPA, but I just haven't seen it. Again, another really disappointing year from the Chargers and their special teams. And I I don't know, Darius Swinton, there's a new special teams coach. We're going to give this whole thing a chance. Again, I said it's a house money season. The scary part is this is a slight improvement of where the Chargers were last year with their special teams, but it's it's bad. And I don't know how long they want to trust this kicker. Staley keeps talking patience in it. Um, I don't know. This is really weird. And I haven't really seen a ton about them working out kickers like I have from teams whose kickers are, are probably playing better than the one the Chargers got right now. So that that is an overall concern. They once again have these lost yard problems on special teams. The other teams get them. We don't. I don't really trust any of the kick returners, and I'd be okay just taking a touchback on every single kickoff because I got zero confidence that we'll even get to the 25. So the saddest state of affair does come on that factor. Offense, I mean, obviously, that's the lone bright spot, and maybe as it should be. 
And, and I guess a person that a lot of people wanted to cite that would cause the Chargers problems on offense this year was offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi because he got a really bad rap from his situation in Detroit. Uh, obviously, the Chargers have talent on offense, and no one here is looking to like throw tons of praise on Lombardi. But I think the play calling, for the most part, has been incredibly on point this year. The Chargers, the good is they are converting 45% of their third downs. That's sixth best in the NFL. 11 times over the past two seasons has a team that a team has converted 45% of their third downs. They all finished 500 or better and have a combined winning percentage of just shy of 72%, which is a 12 win pace over 17 games. Chargers keep converting on third down. The schedule isn't hard enough where like a losing streak does look that plausible. Injuries and of course anything can happen, but if the Chargers were going to have a losing streak this year, it was going to happen earlier in the year with that part of the schedule. <clears throat> well, there's no, there's a Houston game that's really late. Their final four games are, are against the division and Houston. Um, the Houston one isn't the last one. I think it's the second of the four. But, you know, so in that division run to finish the season, which will probably settle a lot of things, they do have that Houston game. But, but there's no – I could be wrong. You could tell me that I'm misrepresenting a team. But the schedule's easier. But there's no absolute bottom feeder until Houston. I guess it really depends on what you think of the Giants and where they are in, in – you know, in, in time for that matchup. But um, again, it's just nice to, I, I guess, see the schedule lighten, lighten up a bit. I myself am headed to San Diego with my family. So I'm super excited about that. Those of you who know me and who follow me, you know, that's something I do regularly. Uh, I have ties to, to the area. I've been going there almost every year of my life since I was, you know, uh, a little tyke and, and it's time to go back. And this trip will include a trip to the Patriots game on the 31st, which, uh, you know, no offense to the Patriots, but after the Raider game, that was that Monday nighter that I was hyper confident in that you could argue I could have saved the U S economy that the treasury department wanted to listen to me. I don't know why time magazine isn't calling, you know, for time man of the year nominations is I gave a suggestion that would have saved the U S economy, but, I mean, let's not talk about that. That's not important to anybody that's here nor nor there. But I'll be in San Diego, and it's going to be a pilgrim, my first pilgrim to see Herbert in person, to see SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles in person. I'm going to that Patriots game on the 31st, so I'm super excited about that. One note going out of here that I will say about the Chargers is, um, and it is the first time it bit them in the ass this year, but Sunday was the first time they couldn't cover a teaser. And, and maybe I'm overreacting to the one game. But the Chargers teaser game, you know, if they were getting a couple points and you got to push them up. You know, they just had, even when they were the, listen, it's still in them, I'm sure, to be, to have, lose in the most embarrassing ways. But you always knew the Chargers with the teaser, even when they did their crazy embarrassing things, they cover your teasers. They always found themselves in close games that they wouldn't win but they would probably cover and in many cases certainly cover your teaser. But that was under like ultra conservative coaches that didn't really know how to use the talent. Maybe the talent carried them to a certain degree in many instances. Now I'll say with Staley, 
I mean, and I could just be overrating the Raven game and tell me, you know, tweet at me, what have you. I could just be overrating the Raven game. But the way that they're so aggressive on fourth downs, and, and while I like the, the, the going for it mentality and it's really worked for the Chargers and they'll live by the sword, they'll die by the sword, and they died by it a bit in that Raven game, I think even getting a couple of those conversions wouldn't have changed that outcome. Um, even I don't even know that getting to the teaser was really ever in play, you know, at about 10 points. But the way Staley's just going to give up the football field and sacrifice not caring to play a close game, like if I'm going to lose, I'll lose by 30. I don't need to lose by 14 or 10. I, you know, the teasers can feel like they're, they could be far more in jeopardy. I think you totally understand what I'm saying. This Charger coaching staff seems prepared to lose a game in the third quarter. So they're a dangerous team. I don't feel as safe as them at the, with them at the moment. Like, oh, auto Chargers are getting three points. Oh, that's auto teaser. Chargers to 10, like, that's great. But don't get me wrong. I'm already betting them the plus three, and I'll probably be teasing them anyway, but I don't feel as safe maybe reporting that teaser anymore. It doesn't feel as safe because the coach is very, very aggressive, and there's it feels like there'll be instances where the games are over before the fourth quarter in the ones that they do lose. That's just my opinion. You could argue I'm overrating one loss. But that one loss has highlighted the element of how quickly Charger teasers can go backwards because of Staley's. I'm going to go for it on fourth down on my own 28 in the third quarter sort of thing. I am Jeff Feinberg. Let's enjoy the bye. We're going to watch some football. I don't know what I'll be doing because I'll be in beautiful California. So maybe I'll be with my family, but I'll be at that Patriot game. I don't know how much Sunday football I'm going to watch this week, um, but I look forward to my pilgrimage. Uh, I'll do a fine bolt next week and preparing for the Patriot game, uh, obviously, and maybe more things that have come out from the buy. And obviously, you know, just in my head, seeing Staley press conferences and having 800 thoughts that go with them. But yeah. So, wow. The next time you see, you speak to me, I'll be in San Diego and I'll be looking forward to going to the Patriots chargers game. These eyes, these eyes, these hazel, these hazel green eyes for the first time in their life in their lives are going to 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 lay sight on justin herbert in a new stadium that like herbert doesn't feel like he should belong to me and this beautiful uh, masterpiece of a football stadium doesn't feel like it should belong to me but they do but they do in their mind and I'm going to enjoy them. Thank you. Thank you to friends at Mail Media Network. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. All that great content drops right into your feed. We have you covered over here at Mail Media Network. Uh, all the best. Bolt up on the bye week, friends. I am Jeff Feinberg. This has been the Fine Bolt bye week edition, and I'm out.